Welcome back to the Get a Q podcast. My name is Brandon Hall. Pleased to be joined today by Laura Cahill. Laura works in the Worcester Public Schools as a district technology coach. Laura, welcome to the Get a Q podcast. Thanks for having me, Brandon. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we've been serving on the PD committee through MassQ Mass for uh, about a year now, or I, I've been on the committee for a year now with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about, uh, we have kind of an inception episode today where a podcast talking about podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see where this takes us. <laughs> yeah, so so as a, so you use podcasts for PD in, mm-hmm. in the Worcester Public Schools. Uh, and you mentioned the numbers, the stats on the Worcester Public Schools. And I think for someone like myself who comes from a medium to small size school district, um, the numbers are staggering. How many staff, students, and schools do you support? Um, so, yeah, I'm a district technology coach for the Worcester Public Schools. There are four of us in the Department of Instructional Technology. Um, we have Worcester has 44 um, separate locations. We have um, just over 25,000 students and around 4,000 staff. That to me is mind boggling because you're, <laughs> you're, you're 10 times the size of, of Pembroke on all scales, on schools, on, on students, the whole thing. Um, yep. So, so yep. it's, so I can't imagine being able to, as a, as a group of four, trying to divide up that amount of work and you've come up with a pretty cool solution for, for coaching. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, we have to work really closely together. And, uh, you know, our manager, Sarah Kiriatsis, is amazing. Mm, yep. And, um, you know, we're, we're able to reach her on a very regular basis. We talk all the time. So, um, you know, our, our main goal is always supporting teachers. So, you know, especially in this time where we're not able to be together, no matter what happens, whatever students and teachers need comes first. So, um, in terms of designing PD, um, even in, I don't know if I want to say the real world, but when we <laughs> are able to be together, it's really hard to provide PD that meets every teacher's need, whether that's the content of the PD or the time that it's offered or the location that it's offered. And I'm sure, um, you know, I'm sure you've experienced this too. You know, teachers are exhausted at the end of the day. Right. They don't want necessarily clean up their classroom, get ready for the next day, get in the car, drive, you know, halfway across the city of Worcester to attend a face-to-face PD um, if, if that's not completely feasible for them. So um, one of the things that we offer is this podcast PD where teachers can sign up and I curate a set of um, podcast episodes and they join a Google Classroom and then each week uh, we listen, you know, I'll push out the episodes weekly. We'll, we'll all listen to an episode asynchronously and then we respond to questions about the episode and then respond to each other. So, so, it, so you've it's been doing been dis- really you, successful. Yeah, you've been doing distance learning all this time. Yeah, we didn't even know that it was going to be necessary. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, in, in the... So for people that are listening, we're recording this message. Um, both of us are home when we would normally be at school um, because of the COVID-19 epidemic. The We've all had to change our mindsets on on ways to do things. And I think what you've hit, you hit a home run here on using podcasts for professional development. Yeah, I think um, when it first started, you know, I, I proposed this to our Office of um, Curriculum and Professional Learning and said, is this something that the district would approve, you know, giving people PDs 
uh, PDPs for listening to podcasts because I know that, you know, I've heard from other teachers on Twitter that say that their district won't approve that. So, um, you know, our district was really excited about it. They said, how can you make it really meaningful, have teachers, you know, reflect and share with each other? And Google Classroom ended up being a great platform for that. Um, so some teachers respond in writing and then other others respond back to those posts with a video. Some teachers respond in video and we kind of go back and forth. Um, so I would say when this started a couple of years ago, I would have maybe 12, 15, 20 teachers join um, each time I offered this PD. It usually lasts anywhere from like five to 10 weeks. Um, but since we have been um, physically out of our school buildings, we're now offering this PD on a Google Classroom. Um, and I have, oh, I want to say around 120 teachers signed up for it right wow. now. Wow. So that would be half of our district. <laughs> um, so that's that's impressive. What's the um, – and what's the – I don't want to say reward, but, uh, you know, teachers are awarded PDPs, I would imagine, for, for participation. Um, what, what's generally sort of the, the situation with that? Yeah, so um, I sort of try to figure, you know, I look at the lengths of the podcast and I think about, you know, the length of, you know, how long it might take people to respond and then to respond to each other. So um, the only requirement to get the the PDPs is to, you know, listen and um, post a response and then, you know, just respond to other people as they see fit or to ask questions of other people and just generally engage. So they get um, PDPs based on the number of hours that it that it takes to do that. But I think the real benefit is that what I found is that a lot of people didn't listen to podcasts before this, or at least a lot of teachers that I worked with didn't listen to podcasts before this, or if they did, we didn't really talk about it with each other. So um, I'm the kind of person that when I see something on Twitter that is interesting, or I listen to a podcast that piques my interest, I'm kind of like, you know, so excited. I call people and say, you have to listen to this. Please tell me you listen to this because I really want to talk about it with somebody. So, you know, I guess there's sort of a selfish piece to me doing this PD too, because it gives me a chance to talk about the learning with other people. So, um, you know, so many people have now written back to me at the end and said, this is the best PD I've ever done because I was able to select from the episodes and start great conversations. And I learned about podcasts that I didn't know existed. Yeah, that that's such a great format that, and, and you're right about podcasts. It's, it's such a private sort of thing. You, you know, you're either listening in a, to a podcast in your car by yourself on the way to work or on the way somewhere. Uh, and I know you have a very short commute, what you told me. I have a, mine uh, is about 40 to 60 minutes, depending upon which building I'm going to. But uh, so podcasts are great for me in the car. But again, it's a really private moment. Usually the podcast, you know, if you go for a walk and listen to a podcast, it's on headphones. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, and then usually there's, you know, there's big ideas that are presented and you want to discuss them with someone but it only works if someone else is listening with you. This is, it's, it's really great. It's a really powerful idea. Right, right. And I can't, you know, I can't force my family to listen to podcasts with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so it's just, it's just great to sort of just bring this to the masses. And then another nice thing is that then, you know, teachers will say to me, um, I 
know of a podcast that you didn't include here. Can I make a suggestion for one? Or I had a teacher write last week to say, could you try to include more podcasts for um, special education teachers teaching remotely? Mm. So that that prompted me to do a search for for, you know, podcasts that offer that. So it it just becomes real collaborative learning. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I know we're we're currently planning a a, a PD day um, that that we're going to do that's going to offer synchronous and asynchronous learning for teachers, and and it's it's really difficult to try and find the right people to present on these topics. I think this is a perfect format. Um, you get to kind of go through and call through the episodes of things that you've listened to or suggestions you've gotten, and um, and push that out as an alternative. Um, asynchronous way of, of learning for teachers. How did you yourself get into podcasts? Um, so probably, I don't know, two or three years ago, I had never listened to one because as I mentioned to you, you know, my commute is four minutes on a good day, six minutes on a bad day. Um, so my sister-in-law used to say to me, um, she's an educator and she would say to me, um, you know, you really should listen to this podcast or that podcast. So she would talk about professional ones or just fun ones. Um, and I would say that's really not for me. Like that's not, you know, I, I, I just don't see myself listening to podcasts. And then one of my colleagues, um, who I sort of consider like a thought partner, somebody who I talk to quite a bit, she sent me an episode of Cult of Pedagogy podcast, which, um, you know, I really consider like among the gold standard of, of podcasts because it's, it's universal and it's, um, just so well done. And I listened to the one episode and I said, this is absolutely for me. You know, I was so excited to hear, um, what was being presented and just continued to listen to many episodes of that one podcast mm, yeah. for a long time. Um, but then of course, you know, Jennifer Gonzalez, the host of that podcast, she would mention other people who have podcasts and then you kind of branch out from there and start talking about it with teachers on Twitter and it just grows from there. Yeah. So, so aside from cult of pedagogy, what are some of your favorites for, for your course? Oh, sure. So, um, so we started with, with that one. Um, and we just did all episodes of that at first. And then, um, we moved into the Course of Mind podcast. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this no. one. It, it's um, published by ISTE, and it's hosted by Shana White and Zach Chase. And it goes through um, – it's, it's all about the learning sciences. So it's a limited-run um, podcast. Um, I'm forgetting how many episodes. There are maybe seven or eight episodes, um, but really fascinating. If you have just any interest in learning, I strongly recommend that one. Um, and then another one by ISTE, The Mind Online. So that one is really fascinating because it just talks about how we as humans, adults, children, everyone interact with the internet. So that one kind of blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now with the... Um, with the remote learning, um, self-paced version of this PD that I'm running right now, teachers can choose from, I think, up to 12 different podcasts that I've posted. So, of course, you know, the Google Teacher podcast, if they're looking to get specific tech tips, or Jake Miller's Educational Duct Tape podcast, um, there's just so many good ones out there. And, it, and, and it's great because you can search by what you're looking for. So, if you're looking to use um, Google Meet to build community within your um, 
you know, class of students, you can search for that and I'm sure find a podcast for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about, you know, having gone to ISTE last year um, in Philadelphia, the, some of, you know, they had like a pod, an education podcast meetup. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I forget where it was. I, I want to say it was at like Gino or Pat's Steakhouse, yep. like the, you know, <laughs> this, this, the cheesesteak uh, restaurants. Um, but I, I remember looking at the list of people who were invited and I was like, man, this is like everybody. Um, yeah. You know, it was yeah, like it was Casey like Bell. Yeah. 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 It was like Casey Bell and, uh, Shooks and Giff and like the whole yes. sort of, you know, EDU celebrity podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. People. Oh, I neglected to, to mention Shooks and Giff, um, at first, but that is one of my favorites because I feel like I'm just kind of hanging out with them and just talking about ed tech. Um, but that's one I like to listen to when I'm not driving because they give so many tips so quickly that I have to write it down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because you, you kind of get hooked to, to some of these people and, and you pick up what they're, what they're talking about. I remember, um, uh, it's Jen Giffen, right? Um, yes. she yep. was at, she was at the Google booth for ISTE and I remember just being like, I just want to go over and say hello. Like, I don't even want to, I don't need <laughs> yeah. to learn anything from her. I don't need to like. You know, get, I just want to say hello. Like I've been following you on Twitter for years and listen to your podcast, and I just want to say hello and thank you. That's all I want to say. Um, well, that's that's how I felt when I walked up to you and introduced myself at the MassQ um, Leadership Spring Conference because I've been listening to Get a Q for a long time, but you and I had hadn't met at that point, right? Right. right. Um, or hadn't met face to face. We've yeah. been in meetings together, but hadn't met face to face. So I was like. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I'm. Uh, I, I do want to talk to you about. Uh, you had mentioned a new idea moving forward um, about incorporating some some physical activity in the podcast, and you called it "Listen, Walk, and Talk." Yeah. So, um, you know, if we weren't in the current situation, um, I had hoped to start this this spring. So. Um, I thought it would be really fun to incorporate some exercise, some physical activity into this PD and create a module where for five weeks or eight weeks, we meet weekly and like walk, you know, a neighborhood or walk around one of the tracks at one of the colleges in Worcester and listen to the podcast and then stop and sit and talk about it. So it would make it um, more of a synchronous option mm. but you know it would incorporate that whole kind of coming together and and getting some physical activity into so hopefully um in the future I'll be able to get that started you know I of all of the like I love all of these ideas that one is probably my favorite one right because it gives you as a teacher it gives you the opportunity to get outside and just remove yourself from a classroom and sitting and listening to someone but at the same time you're in a different type of classroom you're still sitting you're still listening Right. You're not sitting, you're walking. Yeah, I just um, like even thinking about it right now makes me feel like a little wistful that we can't do it because um, it was something that I was really looking forward to. Like, it's so nice just to talk with other educators and decompress after the day and just get outside. Yeah. I mean, you could you could you could app smash it. Oh, you could app smash it. So my app smash idea would be get everyone on Strava, which is an exercise app that uses um, GPS locator on your phone. And okay. It, it creates a map of your location where you where you went. So if you walked or you ran or you biked, uh, it would show you the distance and the time and the pace. And it also gives you a, an outline of the map, so you could have people screenshot their Strava, 
right, mm-hmm. on the length of the podcast, wherever they walked, um, and post that to Classroom, and then you could have the conversation via Classroom. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Or you could do one better. Once everybody's done with their walk and listen, you could all come together on Zoom or on Meet. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we just, we just, we're going to make it happen. Yes, I love this. Yeah. Strava is cool. My wife uses Strava. She's a, a distance runner and she runs marathons and all that stuff. And I, I'm a, um, I'm a watcher of marathons. So, uh, <laughs> so she's got the app on her phone and there's a social component to Strava too, which is pretty cool. So like people, you know, you kind of like friend other athletes on Strava, um, and you can share your workouts and give kudos to each other. Um, and you can do oh, it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I had a friend, friend who accidentally turned it on when we were playing golf one day. Um, and it was a mess to watch the way, <laughs> the way we played golf that day was just, we, I think we walked nine miles, which is impressive, but at the same time, really bad for golf because it means you chased your ball a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It probably looked like a knotted piece of thread or something. That's exactly what it looked like. It was unpleasant. Yeah. It was certainly unpleasant, but Strava would be cool. That would be a cool way to do it. Um, oh, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So, uh, so let, let's move away from education podcasts for a second. I want to hear what your very favorite podcast is to listen to. <sighs> okay. So, so outside of education, yes. because yeah. Okay. Um, so hopefully people don't think anything strange about me when I say it, but, um, case file the true crime podcast like i'm just a huge fan of true crime and mysteries that genre Um, the genre is awesome and podcasts are great for it oh my gosh i mean it's just amazing and um yeah it's 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 hosted by an anonymous host from australia so he doesn't identify himself um which kind of adds to the eerie yeah (laughs) of it um, but I listen to that one when, like, if I'm going for a long walk or if I have to drive someplace far, you know, like if I'm driving to a conference or something, that's a great um, one to listen to for entertainment purposes. Yeah. I, what I, about you? What's your favorite? So I've got two. Um, okay. One is Crime Town, um, the the first season of Crime Town, which was about um, sort of organized crime in Providence in the 1970s and 80s. Uh, that one is my favorite one that one like to listen to as a series and mm-hmm. the tie for that is the first season of serial um which which was about the Adnan Syed case in mm-hmm. ba- in Baltimore uh and Adnan Syed and all of those people involved in that case are about the same age as me so that one really hit home um, ah. yeah so so that was a big one but then um I, I'm also a huge hockey fan and mm-hmm. um there's a, a Canadian broadcaster named Don Cherry who got himself in a little hot water. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a he he's he's not exactly politically correct. Uh, he kind of embraced that as an as a mantra and got himself in trouble um, and started a podcast after he got kicked off a of TV. It's called Don Cherry's Grapevine, and it's just all old hockey stories. And I just love listening to that the old hockey stories. Mm-hmm. So that those are my yeah. sort of three favorites for for me. And like you said, it is it is a very personal thing. Like to sit and listen to a podcast, it's it's for me it sort of evokes the same feelings as sitting and reading a book. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's yeah. you it's just you sort of interacting with what you read or what you hear. And um, you know, some sometimes it's great to share, but it's just really nice to have that for yourself too. Yeah. And we have book clubs, why not have podcast clubs? Yeah, I mean, that's how I designed this whole thing was was sort of thinking about, you know, we do book studies in school systems all the time. And I just see podcasts as valuable texts as well. You know, I 
I'm, I'm sitting right here next to my got a marker board that I had to buy for my home office so I could because oh. I, I usually have like one in my office that I write stuff on just to keep track of things and big projects and stuff and I'm adding podcasts to our PD day because we need to have like a synchronous and an asynchronous um I, I think we can I think I can steal this idea from you and, and use it in absolutely. some way absolutely that's great yeah yeah great. I think we could post a couple of episodes I'd love to hear how it goes yeah uh, Laura Cahill, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know we've been trying to do this for a long time. Um, my schedule was certainly a mess, but I'm so glad we were able to connect um, from the Worcester yeah, Public Schools. You. Yeah, and th this awesome podcast program that you have for PD. Uh, I would love to see this as a presentation at MassQ. Oh, well, uh, I think today's the deadline to submit <laughs> <laughs> request so should i start typing <laughs> a little birdie told me that yes today is the last day but because of the uncertainty of of uh what the fall conference may look like they may have to open it back up so okay so there could be a little wiggle room if i start typing really quickly yeah you know it wouldn't be bad to get a first draft in there <laughs> get a first draft in there and you know we can Pull, I'm sure some someone on the uh, the conference committee can pull some strings to get a little more information out of you afterwards, but it would be a really cool way to teach people about PD. All right. I am definitely going to consider it. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Laura, thank you so much for coming on the podcast um, and check us out with uh, new episodes coming up weekly. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere podcasts can be found. This is the Get a Q podcast from MassQ, here to educate, connect, and inspire.